Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I am your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 3, Episode 202 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you once again for joining us as we take a pause from our Come Follow Me studies for this week. And um, I realise it's Episode 203, apologies on that. Uh, And today we will be taking a pause from our Come Follow Me uh, study, as I say, and we are looking at the listener comments that we've had through this week. Uh, as well as something else I've been studying this week. So first of all, uh, we'll go to Facebook for the comments. Uh, we had a couple of comments on the uh, the church news article that we shared in our Monday episode last week about President Oaks and President Iring's comments on what they've learned about revelation in councils, which is really an interesting article. And if you haven't read that, it is on our Facebook page, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. There's a link on there from uh, the 12th of July. Um a couple of comments here from Cheryl, one from Cheryl Whittaker, uh, who says, such a great read, good, wise, such good, wise, righteous men of God. We as Latter-day Saints are so blessed. I couldn't agree more. Um, we have some wonderful leaders, um, generally and locally as well. And these individuals have got so many years of experience and really tuning into the spirit through those councils is really what they've tried to develop over those years. And so being able to um, have that um article I thought was really good. Uh, Candice Welch also said very similar. She said that she really liked the stories. Um, she says, I'd heard something similar to the last story where the apostles weren't unanimous in their decisions. So they tabled it for later. They were saying that's the whole point of presidencies and councils is not to be yes men to the president, is to bring out ideas and discussions so they have a lot to consider and pray about. At some point they will all agree. I kind of think it's the same for marriage. It's not the spouses talking, then one makes a decision regardless of what the other feels, although that does happen a lot continuing the discussion with both partners' ideas respected and discussed until a unanimous decision is made. Um, I thought this was really insightful uh, and really applicable for so many listening as well. Uh, and so um, thank you for that. I, I really, really enjoyed that comment. It, it made a really good point. Um, we also had a comment again from Candice uh, later on in the week when we were looking at Jared Carter uh, and his experience as an early missionary and what we learned from his dedication. Um, she said, I was thinking about his calls to all the Eastern United States missions. He kept getting called back to the same place. In reality, he went to different cities and even states, but at some point it seems he would say, uh, I just came back from there. My teenager has been talking about how she's done everything in our town and it's boring and she wants to go to new places and have new adventures. I think that feeling that feeling is completely normal in all of us, but the Lord sometimes has a great work for us to do in the same place, the same calling, whatever it is that we need to keep doing and be patient in. And I think, again, yeah, that's something that we can definitely um, relate to at times, I'm sure. Perhaps you're in a calling which you may have been in for a while or or perhaps you feel like you've learned what you can from, but you are still there. You know, there is always things to learn and grow through those experiences. Or, you know, it doesn't have to be just formal callings in the church, but just the place where we are or the job that we're in or whatever it is. At times we can feel stifled, and I think that it's at that stage we need to look to the Lord to, know, to, to say, what more can I learn uh, in this situation, perhaps? Um, and it may well be that there is a, a something on the horizon that is a change, or it may well be that we need to do the good work that we're doing at this moment in time and continue that uh, as we go forward. Uh, so that really brings me to the end of those comments there. And uh, so thinking about what I've been studying this week, uh, a f- a, well, a few months ago now, a number of months ago, 
Um, I don't know if any of you listened to other podcasts, but there were there was a big push on a few other church podcasts or church related podcasts about the Wilford Woodruff's papers. Um, obviously, we have the Joseph Smith Papers Foundation, which has been working for a number of years now. Uh, and because of this great work, we have a lot more insight and research and scholarly insight into the life and teachings of Joseph Smith. Um, and there, there is a foundation doing the same thing with Wilford Woodruff now and his papers. He was a prolific writer within the church, Wilford Woodruff, writing many journals, letters, um, articles, and so on. Uh, and so they were asking for people to volunteer some of their time to be able to transcribe some of these from his handwriting uh, to digital text. And I thought, you know, I'm obviously not busy enough, <laughs> which looking back, maybe I am. But, um, you know, I, I can spare an hour or so every Sunday or once every other Sunday or something like that um, doing this. So I thought, yeah, why not? Uh, I've, I've managed to transcribe a couple of pages now um, within that work. And it's probably very small compared to what everyone else has done, but it's something. Um, but I was transcribing one of these pages the other week uh, and I was reading the, um, the, uh, the experience that Wilford Woodruff wrote in his own writing. Uh, and I was so impressed by it, I wanted to share it. And I'm sure you've probably heard this, this story before. Uh, it's called, um, it's referred to as the, the Day of God's Power. Uh, and this is um, what, well, this is where it begins. And I'll tell you where I started transcribing from. But I just felt the great power that came from this experience as I was writing it out into text from his own handwriting. Um, this is referring to when the prophet Joseph Smith was sick himself and then he was healed. And then he rose and went forth and went healing other people with the brethren that he was with. Um, Wilford Woodruff writes, quote, as they were passing my door, Brother Joseph said, Brother Woodruff, follow me. These were the only words spoken by any of the company from the time they left. Brother Brigham's house till they crossed the public square and entered Brother Fordham's house. Brother Fordham had been dying for an hour and we expected each minute would be his last. I felt the spirit of God that was overpowering his prophet. When we entered the house, the brother Joseph walked up to brother Fordham and took him by the right hand, his left hand holding his hat. We saw that brother Fordham's eyes were glazed and that he was speechless and unconscious. After taking his hand, he looked down into the dying man's eyes and said, Brother Fordham, do you not know me? At first, there was no reply, but all we could see was the effect of the spirit of God resting on the afflicted man. Joseph again spoke, Elijah, do you not know me? With a low whisper, Brother Fordham answered, yes. The prophet then said, have you got faith to be healed? The answer, which was a little plainer than before, said, I am afraid it is too late. If you had come sooner, I think I might have been. He had the appearance of a man waking from sleep. It was the sleep of death. Joseph then said, do you believe that Jesus is the Christ? I do, Brother Joseph, was the response. Then the prophet of God spoke in a loud voice as in the majesty of Jehovah, Elijah, I command you in the name of Jesus of Nazareth to arise and be made whole. The words of the prophet were not like the words of man, but like the voice of God. And then close quote. At this stage, it's uh, this is the, the, the part where I was writing uh, into in text from um, Wilford Woodruff's own writing. And the power and the testimony you feel in this is incredible. It goes on to say, quote, it seemed to me that the house shook on its foundation. Elijah Fordham leaped from his bed like a man raised from the dead. A healthy colour came to his face. And life was manifested in every act. His feet had been done up in Indian meal poultices. He kicked those off his feet, scattered the contents, then called for his clothes to, be put them, to put them on. He asked for a bowl of bread and milk and ate it. He then put on his hat and followed us into the street to visit others who were sick. The unbeliever might ask, was, was there not deception in this? 
If there, this, that, if there is any deception in the mind of the unbeliever, there is certainly none in, in Elijah Fordham, the dying man, or with those who are present with him, for in a few minutes he would have been in the spirit world if he had not been rescued. Through the blessing of God, he lived up till 1880, when he died in Utah, while all who were with him on that occasion, with the exception of one, myself, are in the spirit world. Among the number present were Joseph and Hiram Smith, Sidney Rigdon, Brigham Young, Heber C. Kimball, George A. Smith, Parley P. Pratt, Orson Pratt, and Wilford Woodruff. Close quote. Now, I'm able to share this experience with you because actually it has been recorded in other um, church um, publications. The one I'm reading from uh, is the March 1971 um, enzyme uh, where this is recorded. But uh, what is interesting here for me personally is just how, um, my apologies, is the March 1971 new era. Uh, but what I found interesting with being able to share this was just, again, the testimony and the power that was within those words. Uh, and so being able to read the original source uh, was an eye-opener for me uh, and just reminded me that these are real experiences of real people that we read and share uh, in this podcast and in many other podcasts as well. Uh, and so reflect upon that as we uh, consider, as we go into this week's study uh, in Come Follow Me and uh, the fact that these experiences were real people recording these down so we could have them today. Thank you very much for listening today. I hope you've enjoyed this study. Please continue to follow the podcast on all, uh, Facebook, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. And you can email lesstudysession at gmail.com uh, if you would like to share your study and, what, and your thoughts on what we've studied on the podcast. Thank you very much for your time and until we meet again.